second part of our lovely interview with Chica from Shoujo Sunday. And then kind of to wrap it up, um, I'm going to combine these two because they kind of go into like one and another. So do you believe more people should be open about their mental health with their audience? And if so, um, what other advice could you give to other creators in the same space? Yeah, I think that people should be more open about it because I think a lot of people are posturing online, which sort of comes with the territory of social media. People want to put out the highlights of their life versus talking about like the very real things that are going on with them, you know. Um, but I think if they're just more open about their mental health, then like I said, more people will feel encouraged to talk about it as well. Um, to reach out to somebody. It doesn't necessarily have to be the podcaster. It could be somebody else in their life. Um, but yeah, I think that they should be more open about their mental health with their audience and um, advice. To begin with, I would really hope that you are not in the same situation as me. It has been god-awful. I lost my job. I lost, like upwards of $5,000, that type of shit crushes people, and it very well crushed me, so that's why if y'all were paying attention in the summer, um, if I guess if there's behind the manga listeners that also follow my personal account, and there was a moment where I was clearly spiraling on Twitter, that's because all of that thing, all of those things were happening in and around the same time. So, one, I hope that you're not in the same space as me. But, like, when it comes to mental health, I would say that, you know, if you see your listeners or your audience as your family, right, if you feel as if they know different aspects of your life, that they care about you, that they kind of notice the differences and stuff, you can really start out small. Just like, you know what, I'm just really not in it today. I can't post this YouTube video right now. Or, you know, there are some things happening behind the scenes. Um, I'm really debating taking a break. And you'll notice that the the audience, your the people that care about you when you say that are the ones that are going to say, please take a break. Take whatever time you need, you know, because your true audience cares about you as an individual. So it just, you can start off small. Um, you don't have to go big. You don't have to tell everybody your business. You would just be like, you know, things are going on. If they care about you, they're going to support you through it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I couldn't have said it better myself, honestly. Because, I mean, what is yeah. it for me? Uh what was it? I would definitely say this year was a lot harder for me than it was last year because um, a lot of things changed. Right? I moved into a new state. I moved into a new job. That job isn't really treating me the way it should be treating me. And just a whole lot of stuff was just happening at the same time. But for me, I kind of um, found a way to really like, I guess for me in the way I took it, I never really chose to use my platform as a way, like, as an outlet, but more so, mm -hmm. like, okay, this is something that I can 
focus on to not worry about the or not focus on the other stuff yeah then i'm also able to go okay you know what i at least would rather be spending my time doing something that i enjoy than to be sitting on my bread crying every single day you know yeah yeah and i think over time i mean i'll admit right i think we're all kind of like guilty of this as well too at first it does get unhealthy right where it's like yeah you probably should be you know there's some things that you can maybe do on your own but there's other times where it's like no you probably need a professional to like you know talk things out through but Mm -hmm. it feels like over Mm -hmm. time uh i was able to kind of get myself out of this like depression i was in and really doing stuff like this podcast and doing stuff like helping like doing these giveaways and doing all this everything really helped me i guess ground myself from spiraling honestly so i really hope like you said that no one else is going through the same thing i'm going through yeah if they are then i guess my really advice is just to you know if you can find that support system and if you don't have a support system then find the thing that you enjoy that you enjoy doing and start you know taking care of yourself man yeah yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, what changes have you seen regarding the Animanga community since COVID? Other than it being um, super massive. <laughs> right, right. Um, damn, I was gonna say that it got bigger. So it's like. Yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah. It's like, um, well, it's like, ooh, there's so many of y'all little bitches. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like, who are you to tell? Right? It's like, who are you to tell me about this? I've been into this. You just started it. Like, move. Like, (laughs) it is so fun for me. Uh, I mean, it's generally not sarcastically, but it's so fun for me. Like, I wear a Sailor Moon lanyard to work, and sometimes I forget to take it off after work. So I'll just Mm. be walking in town, and I don't live in a place with, like, a big population of people. Um, And I'll still get, like, random people, like, parents, and even, like, little children be like, oh my god, Sailor Moon! I love Sailor Moon! Or I'll just, like, go to the store, and the cashier's like, Sailor Moon was my first anime. I love Sailor Moon. I'll get it from, like, all kinds of different people, too. And that never happened years ago. Like, nobody would know who she was. And when I first watched it when I was, like, 10, nobody knew who Sailor Moon was. Right. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Like, when I did work with this government agency, I won't name. But when I was working with this government agency, I had a Sailor Moon, like, lanyard as well. And so, like, I remember meeting my supervisor, and she looked at it. She's like, hmm, that's cute. I'm like, uh, okay. Well. And then I changed it to an Agretzico. <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I do like the fact, I like that there are more people to talk about it with. So that is the upside of more people being in the anime manga community um but there's also more noise and there's also the same 
arguments, these same arguments, and it's <laughs> since they're new, they're acting like it's new, and I'm just like, I don't subscribe yeah. to this. Like you, you didn't like that one yeah. uh, recently, where it's like, what are the three? What okay, which ones are the four best genres? And it's shown in, <laughs> shown in, right? Oh my god. Shoujo and Isekai. And it's like, yo, what? And then and not only that is when, because uh, I sent it to Vampire Alerts, under Shoujo, they had Sailor Moon, okay, that's right, Horror Mia, yeah. and Rent-A-Girlfriend. No. And I'm like, hold up a second. <laughs> right. It's like, at this point, go to hell. Just go to hell. Because wait. <laughs> Well, I'm just most like, of that shit they only post for engagement at this point. They, they do, right? Blue check it. Yeah, that's yeah. why. That's why, like, I like this one account, and I started. I forgot who this is. The first person I saw say it, but and I forgot who you are. But like, I know you quote retweeted one of these bait accounts, and I, I forgot who your account name is, but I, I did copy this from you. Um. Bro would always go into those. He would quote retweet those bank those bait accounts and say rents due. <laughs> and then, <laughs> say, rents due, and I'm just like I just started laughing. I'm like, dude, that, that's awesome. So <laughs> it's it's so yeah, it's so much. And then it's just like Google is free. You could search these things up and correct it. But yes, you, I mean you're right, Chica. These are bait accounts, but you're also right in like this the same because it's like the same arguments all over again yeah yeah i think you may have gotten into a tiny bit into uh the next question but it was mostly what your thoughts were about the manga demographic debates art slash arguments on social media yeah um personally i'm over it um i think that's just because i've been into anime and manga for such a long time that since like since I I said that I was into it even though I didn't know it was called anime I've been into it since the late 90s so for me I was into it at a point where I was just happy getting shit right yes so it didn't matter (laughs) like it it didn't matter whether it was Like, yeah, it didn't matter if it was shonen, it didn't matter if it was shoujo, it didn't, as long as it was anime or manga and it entertained me, that's what I cared about. And I understand why that there, why there are arguments. Um, but the main thing is, like, you just need to curate your online experience. Yeah. So for me, I'm not going to be getting into the outrage tweet people. Like, if anything, it's just like, oh, another person to mute. Oh, another person to mute. So, like, the rents do guy, like, thank you, because you just made it easier for me to make my online experience that much better. Because it's like, I'm not trying to feed into these debates because I'm the type of person I literally do like all of the demos for the mm-hmm. most part like yeah i like all of the demos i'm into shonen i'm into shoujo i'm into jose i'm into seinen i'm into all of them and for me it's not really a matter of like there are some where i think there's better content coming out from it 
but am I, I'm just not the type of person to yuck somebody's yum. So mm-hmm. it's like if you are a shonen head or whatever, there's probably a shoujo, not shonen, there's probably a shonen I can talk to you about that I like. And then it's like, oh, like we have similar ideas or we're talking about theories or shit. If I'm talking to somebody that's into shoujo, I have a podcast all about shoujo. I can get into the merits of it and what it means to me and like how we're, how women and femme presenting people are like represented in it and why there needs to be more of that in the u.s or in the western and western media or whatever i can do all of that i just for me the arguments it's just like it's not it's not going to change anything like i and i feel like that especially when it comes to social media and, and stuff you can talk about all of the merits i could talk go into heavy heavy detail on how Basara is this great work, right? But that doesn't mean that people are going to agree with me. I know that Venom, you don't agree with me. Like, well, I mean, you you read it up to a point, but it wasn't your cup of tea, right? Did that make? Does that mean that I think you don't know anything about manga or or anime because you don't like the same thing that I like? No, I don't think that at all. Right. So it's it's just the arguments. It's not going to change anything because people aren't going to change their ideas, especially the type of accounts that you're going after and stuff or you're trying to get that validation from. Because who is this no name like person that's starting this outrage, you know, which is another reason into like why with Shoujo Sunday, the way that we operate. It's like I say it's a safe, a safe space. I just end up retweeting like news talking about what or I'll talk about what the podcast has going up and stuff i don't try to really get into certain arguments unless i feel that it's absolutely necessary because then there's also a point where you're seeing these demographic debates where it starts sounding like echo chambers it's like somebody they think they're giving you a different perspective but you're saying the same shit you just use different synonyms like it's yeah so i i just personally i don't really subscribe to it but yeah okay yeah no that was good i i definitely agree uh with that um i think you i think you like you hit it out the park with that yeah i yeah. completely agree especially i will say especially now that um since elon has made twitter where you can get twitter blue and you can pay for Twitter Blue, which will boost it, your tweets and posts. And now you are part of an ad, you know, if you're part of that, then you're also, you get uh, revenue from uh, tweets that you make, depending on how many yeah. uh, verified users follow you. So it's really like, it's, um, it's really pushing people to make those kind of tweets more often. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. It stinks, too, because, again, it's like, we shouldn't be allowing this sort of behavior, but it, it's hard to, you know, I guess, hold people accountable mm-hmm. when <laughs> the system that's put in place enables said behavior. Like, yeah, you know, I try. I mean, yeah, I'm subbed to Twitter Blue because at this point I have to, 
Like, I have people that I, have, that I talk to on DMs that I need to have communication with. And also, you know, I can't be rate limited because if I am, then that's going to interfere with, like, you know, if, let's say, because this happened during Anime Expo, where I was trying to cover news, and I really couldn't because I was rate limited. Now, I was able to get around it with uh, Tweet Deck. But then they mm. and then what is yeah. Oh, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Now they took quote unquote old tweet deck away and released a brand new version of it, which sucks. And then again, they made it only for Twitter blue users, and I'm like, that's kind of stupid. Around. Yeah. Honestly, though, like with tweet deck, what's kind of frustrating. We like I scheduled shit because we have Shoujo Sunday has um, gifts. GIFs, mm-hmm. however you we have GIFs on Jiffy and everything. So I wanted to make a point of using the GIFs that we have. It's actually our highest social media um, thing. A couple million people have looked at our GIFs. Mm. But either way, um, I wanted to plan certain stuff out. So I use the GIFs and I would just be like, oh, it's this day, it's this day, it's this day. Plan this shit out until June of next year. Elon takes away TweetDeck, but the stuff that I scheduled is still going out, and so now I can't go back and look at it. (laughs) Like, wait, I don't have access to go turn around and like take things out or change shit. So we'll see with that. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like what? Like, what was even the point? And I feel like half of these decisions that he's making is just on a whim and his echo chamber just gassing him up to do it and it's like I just don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't get it. Like we've gone to a point now where the reason why so many people are trying to find a next alternative is because, you know, Elon is essentially enabling bait tweets and misinformation and, you know, all this other stuff right but yeah because there hasn't been a solid alternative i mean there are a few alternatives like blue sky and threads but the thing with blue sky is that discoverability isn't the best it's getting better i think they're just now said they're going to introduce hashtags which should make it easier for people to find you know yeah what you like uh threads is supposed to be doing the same thing but i don't know nothing the thing with Twitter is that it did it so well and seeing something that was done so well slowly but surely become something worse. I don't know. Man. It's yeah. Uh, alerts. I think you have the next one. Of course you get uh, and as per behind the manga um, <laughs> tradition, you gave me the controversial one. Uh, what Chica, what are your current thoughts on how the show Josie community operates on social media? What do you like about it? What do you don't like about it? And if there's something you could change, what would you change? Um, I feel like what I like about the show Jose community is kind of, um, well, I guess at the heart of it, we all like love show Jose. So there are people that you might not have met that like you're both kind of gushing over the same series. And so it's like 
sort of finding your people in that sense of like this person likes this um and in doing so like maybe you can create friendships or just it doesn't even have to be a full-on friendship you can just find new mutuals that way um so i like that i think um i also like that if there's some sort of controversy or whatever going on with somebody that there's a tendency for the community to kind of just be like we're rising for our own like we might have our own squabbles and stuff but we're all gonna start shit talking whoever is going after a particular person i guess um so i that's something that i um i like about it um what I dislike is that, you know, when it comes to these outraged tweets for engagement, some people are purely doing it for engagement, right? Mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. think that we need to be giving somebody who has like 41 followers that much attention on correcting them about a shoujo property that they either dissed or they... um mislabeled or whatever um which i know it's kind of better now in that more people have gotten used to like taking a screenshot of the tweet and then talking about it that way but then sometimes like i like i i feel this way in general when it comes to like the debates that you see um, that it starts to feel like an echo chamber where everybody yeah. is sort of saying the same thing and so for me it's just like if everybody's saying the same thing why do you feel compelled to say anything when you could just retweet whoever it is like whoever sentiment kind of fits best what it is that you're thinking about it um but like when it comes specifically to interacting with these people it's like they're never going to change no amount of people can make somebody change their mind about anything unless they were already open to it and if they're doing such things for outrage then they're not open to it you're just kind of giving them exactly what they wanted um so yeah and i think that would ultimately be the main thing that i would change about it i feel like we could just do better in blocking or muting these people like don't even engage, don't even start it. Like, as a group, we're just gonna block this person and go about our day, you know? Because I feel like we're coming from a space of, you know, Jose is always, um, it doesn't get the recognition that it should receive, right? It doesn't get the same amount of care or the same amount of properties per year as other demographics and stuff. And so it's like, as a community, we're coming at it from the defensive, right? Like, or not defensive, it's like the offensive. Like, we're basically like, if you're, I don't know, I don't know football shit, but it's like, we're, it, when people say something, it's like, I'm going to defend it because I care about it. And this is why I care about it. And this is why everybody else should care about it or whatever. I get why we have the responses that we do. Mm-hmm. 
I just don't think that it's necessary for every little person that has some stupid shit to say about Shoujo say. Some of those people, like, who, who gives a fuck about them? That's why, like... For show for Shoujo Sunday, you don't really see us kind of involving ourselves in too many arguments and stuff. Because the way that I see it, this is before I, I lost my job or even still, right? Like, you know, I have a certain amount of degrees. When it comes yeah. to people paying me per hour, you know, like that's some real that's some real fucking shit. Right? Yeah. So what what do I get? From wasting my time where people generously pay me to do shit to go tell somebody who doesn't know ass about Shoujo or Jose the merits of it when they don't give a fuck. Why do I care enough to do that? I don't care about these people. I don't care about them. If you don't like Shoujo or Jose, you don't need to mess with me at all. Because I'm not the type of person, like, I'm not going to treat it as if it's medicine and I'm trying to help you understand the merits of no, because who the fuck are you? Like, I don't care about you. Right. Like you like, and it's not going to do shit for me. You're either going to like it or you're not. So yeah, that's what I would, that's what I would change about it. Okay. That's why I have, so, I have like hundreds of people muted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have so many people. Yeah, because, like, one thing I'm going to do is have a good fucking time. Like, yeah. I don't, like, I have enough stuff going on in my personal life. I do not need, like, to be getting, get into the merits of, of, of what, like, yes, I care about it. But all of this stuff, it's all fictional. Yeah. How am I going to get money off of it? Like, no. Yeah. Oh, you're right. <laughs> yep. Uh, Vampy, I think you have the next one. Next question. Yes. How was the reception <laughs> after your coverage of the Yin Press panel? Um, I think once people noted that we, like, I was actively tweeting from New York Comic Con, um, they started paying attention to what Shoujo Sunday was putting out. So usually, and this is just to be completely transparent, when we retweet other people's stuff, a lot of people engage with that shit. And I notice a lot of people engage with certain things, whether it's art, whether it's somebody else's opinion, whether it's a YouTube video or whatever and stuff. But when we are putting out organic tweets, there's not as much engagement, despite the fact that there are a lot of people that view our content or whatever. So when... When I was covering the Yen Press panel, it was like, oh, we're seeing all of these, all of these eyes that I would see would be like, oh, this is how many views this tweet got or whatever. All of a sudden, I was seeing a lot of engagement with it. And I feel like people appreciated it, but like, you know, cons cost money, flights cost money, everything costs money. So it's like, I don't know when the next time we'll cover a panel like that. Um, but still, I think that I guess it was pretty good during the time because I was doing it as they were talking about it and just be like, here, 
here's the title here's the picture of the thing there you go like you know yeah. um and then in turn there was like a question a Q&A portion that happened afterward and so I took one for the team okay and okay. I was like let me ask them let me ask Yen Press about Horimiya because I liked Horimiya like I was like oh this is this is cool like yeah. the opening wow I still play that shit to this day like so I'm just like oh when is like the 16th volume gonna come out the way these people looked like they were gonna beat my ass <laughs> wait what they were like yeah they were looking at me like those one like Ooh, like I could I even saw an eyebrow twitch like <laughs> they were just like of course like we want to publish this and everything but it's it's gonna happen or whatever and stuff but it was just like anger I was like oh god <laughs> meanwhile I was just trying to be cute like shit you know I'm just but okay I got my free manga and skedaddled right on out of there after that it was like <laughs> that's crazy now that I'm gonna put a hit it. on you what is yeah, what is they're gonna use that Oshinoko money to put a hit out on you. <laughs> Man, I have enough aggression. They would not win, but okay. Please try. Please try to fight me. <laughs> I had alerts ask him about Umineko, and he said that they were just silent. I'm surprised they didn't mm. say it. what. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think Lord didn't you ask them if they were gonna reprint Umineko and they were just like Yeah. Didn't say anything. <laughs> they said yeah, they it's just... not gonna happen. They didn't even say no, they just said we're gonna be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. They were just like they just looked heated when I asked and stuff. So I was just like, hmm, okay. <laughs> But I'm I'm a, I'm gonna still ask because you ain't finna beat my ass just because you looking at me like you're gonna do it you aren't gonna actually do it. <laughs> wow, I mean I I know that was like I remember um, alerts telling me about like he's like oh shit and like what and you know during that panel he's like Chica is like posted you know there and stuff and it's like is she gonna cover it. He's like, yeah, no. And then, uh, like, you know, everyone was, like, focused on your cover of, like, the panel. And then, mm. um, yeah, and then the Horimiya question, because I think everyone was, like, asking alerts as well. Like, oh, it's Horimiya. What about Horimiya 16? What about Horimiya 16? And then when you asked and they brought up, oh, sorry. No, it really, they really got crazy when they announced the Horimiya, was it the picture the, book the, anthology thing? The picture book or something. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And people are like, where's Horimiya 16? All of this. And then, like, I think they said, you know, someone asked the question. I think that's how it was worded. And I mean, you know, now it was you. And it was like, you asked that question. And that response, people were just like, what? Or something like that. It was like, man, yeah. they were, people were going crazy on Twitter. Right, yeah, because they were on their ass. Because they're like, "How are you gonna put out this like random anthology when you don't have the final fucking volume? Like, what? Yeah. That's not how you move. Like, right. are you serious?" And then enough people, after I asked that question, every time there was a con, enough people were like, "Where is it happening? When is it happening?" And then it finally did. It's like, "Oh, thank God!" And I went on the front lines for you guys, so you're welcome. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh. Okay. Yeah. So. Um. Oh, yeah, I have the next question. Uh, so, one of your recent events uh, to your podcast 
is was the addition of Shonen Sunday, where you would, for those who may not know, uh, you would watch, you and Gianna would watch a Shonen anime and discuss each episode. So what made um, a shoujo podcast want to start doing a Shonen anime review? Money. Okay, well. (laughs) (laughs) It's a... You can only access Shonen Sunday if you're part of our Patreon in our highest tier. So it's just like, oh, I'm sure you want to hear how we analyze Shonen. You can pay me and I'll let you know what I feel about it. I think we're about to finish up. Um, we're about to finish up Chainsaw Man um, and stuff. But yeah, like um, both Gianna and I were like, we like... Um, all the demos and stuff, we just focus on shoujo because somebody needs to focus on it because of how important it is and, like, what it means to people. There are so many shonen podcasts. So it's Mm. kind of like, okay, well, we're different because of the fact that we focus specifically on shoujo. So if we want to talk about shonen, it's like, oh, we could do that on our personal accounts, but... There are people that could probably that would probably pay to hear what we have to say about it. So yeah, money. Okay. Uh, the last question is: How has that event been going for your podcast? Like, it's been going like pretty well. I think that Chainsaw Man was a lot. <laughs> um, that, that's it fair. was. Yeah. It was a lot. Um, but I think that it's been going, like, pretty okay, but, like, you know, we're still trying to, um, build things up and hit certain goals so we can go back to being weekly or, like, just be able to pay for different things, so, like, we're trying to diversify, so outside of just doing, we don't just do Shonen Sunday, Shonen Sunday, we do a lot, we have, um, we had ice cream socials, but life happened, and so now we're going to be doing licorice live action, and we're going to cover shoujo live action shows, starting with um, Hana Yori Dango or Boys Over Flowers, and that's in our like medium tier. Um, we have like different. Um, we have phone wallpapers that we had Jello Plum, our local artist, create for us that we give to our patrons. Um, mm-hmm. And we have our like Discord chat and stuff. We have different ideas. So it's like, I feel like for Shonen Sunday, I think that it's, it's fun and that the people that do partake in it, they have a little too much fun with how unfiltered we are uh, when we're talking about things. Um, mm. But overall, I think it's okay. But if you'd like to join our Patreon, please do. It'll help me out a lot and Gianna, but me out a lot, especially since, um, you know, I'm unemployed. But no, I don't take that money. Um, the money we make from Patreon, we're just trying to set that aside to get an editor and stuff for certain things. But yeah. Oh, Okay. Gotcha. And so now I think that's kind of all our serious questions because here's a crap load of alerts is a joke, fluff questions. (laughs) Are the most important questions of the interview. interview. These are the the real hard-hitting shit. Like, you have to 
Yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. Fuck all the deep <laughs> philosophical, like, deep dives we went into about uh, being a black creator in this space and all the other shit. No, 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 no. Fuck that. This is the real shit, okay? Chica. Do you eat or drink soup? Yes. <laughs> See? Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Um, both. So, yeah. Okay, Vampy, you're up next. (laughs) (laughs) Who is your favorite manga publisher, and who's your least favorite? I feel like they've all pissed me off in some way, (laughs) but, um, uh, my favorite... Shit, I don't know. (laughs) I I feel like it's hard for me. Yeah, like, like maybe, like, cause should I say no? Cause there's controversy with them too. I don't know. I guess Viz, cause they had right. the most stuff. Who was the other one you were gonna say before that? <laughs> no, I was thinking of Udon. What controversy? But they, they like have? fumbled. They fumbled the bag. Oh, like one. that's so dumb. Which one? What is it? Which? Oh, one, right. Which one? Uh, sugar. Oh, sugar, sugar room. I feel like they fumbled the bag, or like, yeah, like, yeah. I would have said Kodansha as well, but like, ew, digital hell, like, no. I keep telling people, just all you need to do is to suggest titles and say they're related to Attack on Titan, and Kodansha will just immediately print the hell out of that. Mars, just say it's the prequel to Attack on Titan. Boom, printed. Printed, right. hardcovers, deluxe so- edition, roll out the red carpet. You want psychological, like, mind fuckery with, like, a hot guy with long hair that sometimes puts it into a bun? Just like Attack on Titan, you need to put out Mars. And guess what? Unlike Attack on Titan, there's sex in it. So definitely print that shit out. (laughs) Honestly, we were... I was talking about that with uh, some other people before, and it was talking about how much sex there is in shoujo manga. It was like, like they right, right. No, for real, people about like it's just like the people will be talking about like their waifus and stuff, or like all of these shows will like have panty shots and like hint around it, but they never actually do it. And then you just read shoujo. No, not not true. Domestic girlfriend did. In the first Ugh. chapter. Okay, let's ignore domestic girlfriend. girlfriend right. Ever if y'all want to see, if y'all want to read, <laughs> if y'all want to read about completion, read shoujo manga, okay? Because people be fucking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, was, there, was, there was a new one that, like, chapter one came out, and first chapter. Sex on <laughs> Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. P- yeah. Okay, get off with shoujo, but like, what the hell? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Maybe take that slightly. Take that back. Hmm. Is that is that what I'm gonna title this this episode? <laughs> get off on shoujo. <laughs> And don't take that back. You know you fucking meant that like full like full set. You, you meant that. 100%. Okay. Like, I guess. 
Why yeah. Why don't they fuck in Shonen Jump? Why? <laughs> <laughs> you just have to imagine Wait. it. You have to look at the titties. We see nipples coming. <laughs> you see? Yeah, you see like it's like boob jiggle, panty shot, like mm -hmm. they're wet from fucking falling in water all the time. But they never, they never actually ever. <laughs> it's just alluding to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like the reverse in Shoujo where most of the time they don't actually have fan service, but they They do. Right. You want release? Right. That's probably why Noe's Exorcist in like this new sh weekly Shonen Jump batch. Oh, yeah. No. Ayakashi Triangle yeah. did, and then it. Yeah. Yeah, and then it got moved to Jump Plus, and then he went, bro went, like, all out there. But yeah, you're right, News Exorcist is another yeah. one. That's a weekly show in Jump. They said you guys don't deserve it. <laughs> we can't handle it, apparently. Now, weekly show in a magazine, they're just like, oh yeah, by all means. <laughs> yeah, over oh. there, I guess they're like, we do whatever we want. Oh, you want a magazine about the opium crisis? Yeah, fuck it. Let's no, that's uh, that's a different. That's under Kodansha, but that's a Seinen magazine. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Weekly Shonen magazine is where, I, like, you know, all their big titles came from, right? So, yeah, Blue Lock, yeah. Rent a Girlfriend, Domestic Girlfriend, Girlfriend, well, Girlfriend. Mean, there, is some, there is some tension. Fire Force. I'm not gonna lie, there is some tension in there. A little bit. This one is a Jose, so it's functioning under a bit different rules because older demographic but um yeah, yeah. About, uh alerts has been reading changes of the heart and he posted a note from the author saying something like i feel like there wasn't enough sex in this one there was only like four pages so i decided to double it to eight in this one <laughs> and alerts is like oh wow i can't wait to see what happens next and then it's just four full pages of someone <laughs> getting, or like eight full pages of someone getting railed uh, <laughs> at least 16 pages of someone getting a train run through them at least isn't that like the same with seinen magazines where you can do eight page four or eight pages of a sex scene before they that's allowed to be published because I think Love is War talked about that, where it's like, because Ishigami was reading a Seinen magazine, it was like, so you know, Seinen magazines, you can have like four, either four or eight, I forgot what number he said, uh, pages of a of characters having sex, and then the disciplinarian person comes in and takes his magazine away from him. But, like, I thought it was something like that, so I'm, I guess maybe Jose manga... Uh, ma manga magazines also operate the same way. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I think. Maybe, <laughs> but I think like it, you're at least you're gonna get foreplay at least. Although with sure. the one that um, Vampy talked about, they just were fucking in that first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, into the heart? Or? Yeah, no, no, it was the other one that you were talking about. We didn't say the name though. It was like the girl it was the girl was in this town and like her barista buddy or whoever that was the person that was railing her <sighs> in the first episode and then we find out that she's trying to move <laughs> What the hell is this? Type of this? Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, so, 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 sorry. We read a lot, but yeah, yeah. 
So stop <laughs> shitting on shoujo. Maybe you'll be happy with what it. Is that people. <laughs> what was that description? No, it was the barista guy because the guy was like slightly like oh, younger a little no. bit. Or was that full on smut? Oh damn! My bad. Yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about. Now. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about like it was either winter or alerts. Went to a Jose Manga panel. That was alerts. I haven't gone to anything. Yeah, yeah, okay, alerts. Ask for recommendations at a Jose Manga. Oh, <laughs> they were like, yeah. How much sex can you take? Or something like that. What <laughs> porn can you handle? Yeah. How, how much porn can you handle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, look, Jose Manga is, uh, is a whole different territory. Yeah. For real. <laughs> uh, so, what was your, who would be your least favorite manga publisher? The ones that didn't hire me. No. Um, <laughs> I guess uh, Tokyo Pop, yeah. <laughs> They're kind not, of egregious. That's, that's yeah. not funny, but it, do you want to explain why? Um. Okay, so first off, like, I was getting my shoujo. I was getting my shoujo from them all the fucking time. So it's like I had Fruits Basket. I had Wild Deck. I know nobody ta- knows about that. I had Model. I had, um, fuck, I used to have Vampire Game, but I got rid of that. But yeah, I had so many different things from them. And then they had, like, this thing where they would have, um, like creators in the u.s Uh, make their own manga yeah yeah and so they ended up signing away their like rights and their money like they didn't know any better right because of the way that tokyo pop played these things out so they were never able to like really get paid for it tokyo pop has their shit in perpetuity or whatever yeah and it didn't matter like and it, it was just it was just so much of a screwy contract that it's like no like you fucked over so many people that that's why like when it comes to their social media and shit that's why that shit's like so it's crickets like they get the same amount of 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 retweets and shit as we do and we're a small fucking podcast not a publisher like because of how they fucked these people over so yeah Mm. I mean, it was all over you, when Pop. they. <laughs> it was all over. What, what was it? They took a picture of. They did like a photo shoot of one of the, of one of their books or their upcoming titles. But in the background, you can see the Quran in the back. Oh, it was a BL title, and they had. I remember that. Yeah. I mean, they they fixed it pretty quickly, but. Yeah, because the, they got that. the. They made that because the the guy, the Lester guy, he made some co- sort of connection with the with Saudi Arabia recently. Oh, so of course the you're Le- gonna yeah. fix so that. Lester, yeah, yeah. I mean, he doesn't work for Tokyo Pop anymore, but he was the founder of Tokyo Pop, I think. And he, mm-hmm. yeah, and he left, and he works for um, yeah, he, like he works for like someone in yeah Saudi Arabia. It's like a big big company kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which the human rights abuses over there, yikes! But yeah. Okay. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? 
a horse-sized duck. I feel like I'm. This is hurting my pseudo mother, Charles. But yes, a horse-sized duck because um, that's just my friend Charles. It's not my actual mom. But um, a horse-sized duck because I could take anybody down. I'm telling you guys, like, because I already talked about how I've been in distress or whatever. So cross my crossing my fingers, I get employed sometime soon. But I have enough aggression. I could take that duck the fuck out. Yeah. So speaking of your aggression, I, I know we spoke about this privately, but I kind of wanted to bring it into the public space. So let's say you got isekai, right? And you get put into this arena where the only way out is to fight waves of third graders, right? And mm. every fifth wave, a fifth grader would come into the fray and try to fight you. How many waves do you think you could survive? At least five or six, bro. She's they ain't my kids. <laughs> the school of endeavor. <laughs> right, it's like, uh, y'all ain't my kids, like, I'm sorry. And on top of it, I don't want kids neither. So it's just like... It is what it is. I mean, their parents put them into the ring, so that's not my fault. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. Yeah, you, I mean, you're right. Fuck them kids, right? <laughs> yeah. Unless, Unless you're related to me. I love you if you're related to me. Alerts, <laughs> uh, you have the next question. I do? Shit. Okay, hold on. All right, all right, all right. So this was inspired by our last interview, and I kind of figured to bring it over to this one. If you had to power scale your podcast in any universe, right? Uh, let's try okay, the Sailor Moon universe, right? If you had to power scale your, yourself to the other podcasts out there, where would you place yourself, and why? In terms of strength. In terms of like, yeah, just quality, all of the things. Um. All the things. Yeah, okay, Sailor Moon, because we would defeat all of y'all bitches. I'm sorry. It is it's, it is what it is. I didn't put that much work those many months into planning my shit out so that I could be like Molly from the Dick Dub version. Oh, oh no, she's in Crystal, too. Like, yeah, like, the, our audio... Yeah, it's like our audio quality, um, the art that we put out, you know, I see y'all because the thing is, just because I don't engage with you doesn't mean I don't check it. Y'all be keeping tabs on me. I don't <laughs> even be interacting with your shit. There are people that don't fuck with me or fuck with our podcast. But when we got with um, when we got under Maji Media Network, you were the first person to say congratulations. Right. And, you know, I don't fuck with you. So, like, you be keeping tabs on me. I'm the Sailor Moon of this shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, no, basically. <laughs> yeah. You know that left winter fucking speech of Roby Yeah, yeah, no, it did. I that was not the answer I was I was expecting, but you know what? What did you expect? I have no idea, but it wasn't that. <laughs> Just like... Yo, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm not. I don't do that when it comes to my podcast. I don't do that humble shit. Like, nah. <laughs> like, I put out great shit. I'll be listening to myself. I'm like, yes, that is so funny. 
Oh my God. You know, <laughs> you don't even have to be into shoujo, to be honest. You don't even have to be into shoujo to listen to our podcast because the way that we set up our episodes, we tell you what happens in the episode and we tell you our reaction to it. So if you want to watch it afterward, that's fine. But you can get the whole scope of what we're talking about in like the first 10 minutes and then get our personalities afterward and stuff. So yeah like we are that like we are that girl we are that podcast yeah yeah if you were a wrestler what would be your entrance song it would be wob by megan the stallion <laughs> wob stands for weak ass bitch and oh. it would probably be like the last minute or so of it that's when i get the most hype I love to listen to Wob when I'm like driving on the highway for a long time. Mm -hmm. Cause then sometimes, you know, like people try to like sideswipe you or like go faster than you to get in front of you. And it's just like, you don't know who you're messing with. Okay. Uh, one of the professions I really should have done was NASCAR. So let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next one. Uh, so, uh, how did you find out? you and manga alerts were cousins so i found out because you know i told you guys earlier like i was into one piece since the four kids dub right yeah and so their alerts was doing this giveaway mm -hmm. for like all of these sets of one piece like the first four right yeah yep. at least four five like not five hundred dollars or more worth this giveaway was and everything it was going to go to one person and then it's like lightning struck and i was like oh my god we're related you know <laughs> i saw him he saw me we looked at each other's pfps and i was just like yo that's my cousin <laughs> Um, unfortunately, my cousin did not deem me the winner of that giveaway, but see, it stuck. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, see, that's I your first problem. I yeah. can't rig the giveaway for family, okay? Listen, <laughs> be even Steven, bruh. I'm telling I can't just rig it just because we blood related. I can't do that. No, I can't. Oh my gosh. Like, I don't know. Like, how do you look in the mirror? You look in the mirror. You see me. How do you, how do you say no to yourself? Because that by denying me, you're denying yourself. You're He's, denying your family. He, said, he says, for the clout, and just walks away. For the clout. Here. Uh, so, I got you. Let me know when your birthday is, and I got you. Uh, May 18th. I'm running that down in the calendar right now as we speak. Woo -woo. Here we 18th. go. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to add you to the list. Cool. I should be at the top of the list because blood, but yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. And you're on the top of the list. I'm going I'm to, yeah. I got you. Uh, alerts. Uh, what's your... Sorry, you have the next question. Oh, what's are, were you gonna ask? What's my take on it? No, 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 no. it was not. No, I was not. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. What's next? Oh yeah. What is your favorite swear word? 
and why? Hmm. Wait, wait, wait. Can we all take a guess? Ooh, yes. Wait, guess and then say it. Okay. And then I'll tell you what it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, Vampy, you go first. It? Or bitch? Damn it! <laughs> You said shit or bitch, right? Yeah, I don't think it's fuck because that's my favorite, and I <laughs> feel like it would it would pop up in my head more if you said it. I'd be like, she could sing fuck. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, winter. Vampy took mine. I was gonna say bitch. <laughs> you both can have the same one, right? I don't know. Was that? I don't know. Sure, you guys can have the same one if you. Okay, yeah. I mean, I I feel like it. I feel like it's bitch. I am on team fuck. Oh shit, maybe. Am I wrong? Have I not been hearing you say fuck enough? You no, <laughs> say um, that more than anyone. So, um, yeah, it, it, um, it actually is fuck. I feel Damn. like I, I say it. <laughs> I say Damn. it all. You and Vampy are the, the same person. I, I said, right? I just. <laughs> You think Vampy would have noticed that when I said, oh, we're the same, like, but no, um, I say fuck all the time on the podcast. That's why we're even explicit, because it's like, oh, when it comes time to, like, hot fudge, and I'm going off on characters, you best believe I'm going to say fuck at least once. Like, what the fuck? You fucking... Yeah. Same here. Our first couple episodes, they were like, try not to curse so much. And then I think one day I just said fuck. And after that, we've been explicit. <laughs> yeah. Fuck all the time. See, like, I, uh... I remember. I was like, guys, listen, we need to like at least try to be PG at least. And then Vampy out of the blue. I forgot what the context was. But she said fuck. And then, then at that point, we were just like, well, shit. Okay. All right. Let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're done. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think it's because, like, I'm always, like, Chica is so, like, articulate. So maybe in my brain, I just don't, like, register half the fucks you say. Because I'm like, damn, Chica sounds so smart. And, like, <laughs> oh, thank you. Like, you sound, like, oh. smart and, like, well, like, well-spoken. That I guess my brain just doesn't. <laughs> no, thank you, thank you. I mean, I do, when I do cuss on on shoujo sunday i am making a point so it's not as if like i don't have a valid thing that i'm saying or i'm critiquing about a character or like the creator of this series but best believe like fuck is gonna be yeah. i'll just be like what the fuck is that what why is this where's the fucking faculty <laughs> like yeah Where's the faculty? <laughs> I remember you being like, fuck the dad. <laughs> right. 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 Wait, which dad? Hold on. Um, Who's dad? Oh, yeah, fuck that dad. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck the dad. Bro. Uh, Piece of shit. <laughs> See, that was going to be my second guess. If it wasn't fuck it would be shit shit was gonna be my second guess too yeah yeah i mean i say it a lot yeah um, yeah oh and uh vampy i think you have the last question what advice would you give someone who wants to start their own anime or manga podcast don't copy mine <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that before she said don't copy mine. <laughs> 
but on a serious on another serious note because like i do say that seriously like do not copy <laughs> shoujo sunday for the love of god i will find out i will put a hex on you and your family like no i wouldn't i i wouldn't want that because i don't know if you're gonna shoot that shit back to me um yeah yeah so the advice i would give is i think that it's really important because the anime manga podcast community is oversaturated that people take time to figure out what it is they're trying to focus on like what do you want your podcast to be about if you're going to talk about the season right what mm-hmm. the, what's coming out the fall season the winter season the summer season how is your podcast going to be different from everyone else yep and part of that will take you sort of listening to just see like oh what does this person say about x y and z um and you can really do that by just like listening to like if you have your own anime or manga that you're that you love so much you can hear how other podcasts have talked about it and everything and sort of use that to just be like oh you know i like how this person did this i like how this person did that maybe Mm -hmm. i can differentiate myself by like you know um the way that i rate things like it's going to be all about popcorn you get five kernels you get one or something or yeah. like if you're going to get into certain films and stuff like you can even set it yourself apart by talking more about the facts like okay like this is what happens behind the scenes when this film was being made this is what happened with the actors or the actresses the director and stuff the animators um mm-hmm. You know, like you can do so many different things, but I think what's really important is that you just take the time to figure out what it is you want to talk about and how you're going to differentiate yourself from other people and really stick to that it's so important to stick to that and like yes you might end up overlapping with others but it's more about how you end up talking about it that will make you different from the next person um so yeah just take the time to really think about it um before you start it and when i say think about it really plan it out like you don't have to take as many months as gianna and i did when we uh started shoujo sunday or whatever but still take the time to figure it out if you want to have different segments figure that shit out do as much as you can prior to so that once the podcast is the the episodes are being published then it's just more about the response than what it is that you're doing and stuff because you want to be different yeah exactly and yeah, that was all of our questions. Um, yeah. So, Chica. Yes, Chica. Yeah. Do you have for yes. us? Right. I'm going to keep this short and sweet because this is probably a very long episode. It is, um, yes. But you can, yeah. You can ask us anything. We'll go on a fucking tangent if you want us to. Okay. How do you want behind the manga as a podcast to be moving forward like how do you see the podcast growing 
That's a good one. That was similar to what Monogatari asked us. Um, Winner, you start first. Uh, I was going to say you can start first. I started first okay. when Monogatari asked it. Okay, I'll start first. Um, so I definitely see us continuing to... I would have to say our closest comparison would probably be Manga Mavericks in a way. Where mm. we're talking about, you know, various news in both anime and manga, right? But then as we get bigger, we can hopefully try to score more uh, behind-the-scenes interviews with, like, you know, either different people in the publishing industry, in the manga publishing industry, uh, different TLs, different letterers, get their um, perspective on how the process is, seeing if we could maybe even get, like, a help, like an actual publisher representative to talk to us. That would be, I think, really cool. I mean, we have Monogatari, but having someone from, like, the big five, that would be yeah. cool if we can land that. But uh, mm-hmm. really, <clears throat> I'm in here for the long haul, and I think everyone else is here too because we're just that passionate about wanting to know the behind-the-scenes stuff of you know manga, or let's say for example something big happens, right? Then what? Then we'll all like you know stop and get that special episode out of there and kind of like break down what's happening. Mm-hmm. I think one of my favorite episodes was the uh, what was it? The whole show. The show was it the shoujo beat break? Yeah, the, was it yeah, the shoujo, shoujo beat 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 down. Yeah, <laughs> I think that one still to this day is like one of our most popular episodes because we mm-hmm. were on the fucking ball with that episode. Yeah, like even then, like what we said was what the community was saying for like the longest time, but no one said it out loud, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I, I guess for me it would be it's similar to what Alerts had said. Um, I think it's more like, I like doing the news and things like that, but also I would like if we could score like some more, um, you know, some guests from other, uh, not just from publishers, like, you know, uh, the bigger publisher representatives like that, you know, like the big four or five of manga publishing. And I have to say manga publishing because there's already a term of the big five publishers. So that that's yeah. already a thing, but the big five of manga publishing and not just that but i for me personally I, I mean it would be awesome to have them but i would also like um if we could consistently get more like people who are translators um letterers on and especially after a lot of these recent situations with ai in oh, yeah. manga translations um i would like to yeah. i would like to have them on but be able to ask them whatever questions um relevant to their job kind of thing so i'm not going to ask them hey why did you know why can't viz license this thing or whatever for example but you know of but more so the questions of like if they're working on a simul pub when do you get the uh the raws to work on it or hey what are your um like, how did, you know, what, is you, what are your thoughts about the Seven Seas Union? What are your actual thoughts about that? And, you know, do you think it's actually, for what what's happening now, do you think it's effective? Those kind of, you know, those kind of questions uh, about them and also just how they got started. How, why did you go into this, right? Why did you go into manga translation or lettering? You know, why not this thing? You know, that kind of thing, you know. 
you know, really want to know more about them. Um, letterers, translators for that. I mean, I would love to have people in the who are part of representatives for the publisher to be on there as well, to be on here as well. But um, <laughs> also the um, the people who work on the on the manga that we consume um, as well. And mm. I, at least for me, I think Alerts has mentioned this before. But if we could like cover uh, certain like panels and things like that at cons or something, or um, maybe have some kind of, or like a, a stream with uh, maybe one of the publishers or something like that, like a like a Twitch stream or YouTube stream, whatever. Um, that would be also kind of cool to do. And then, um, but, oh, also, that, that's what I was gonna also say. If we could, it'd be awesome, um, it'd be awesome to get, like a mangaka on our like to interview a mangaka like yeah. I would like for example I would love to interview the mangaka for Witch Hat Atelier um that would be awesome or Okubo who did you know Soul Eater and Fire Force or uh yeah. Kei Sasuga you know the creator of <laughs> Domestic Girlfriend and you know like that like that would be so yeah like those that that would be like really awesome you know, to, to have on there. And, you know, those are, I don't know. I, I feel like the last one is like maybe, you know, nearly impossible, but like, you know, it is a pipe dream or something. Uh, and what about uh, you, Vampy? What are your, what do you think? Uh, what are your thoughts or goals <laughs> for behind the manga? No, mine, mine's pretty much the same thing as what you guys said, uh, especially like the knowing the process behind how manga is made. Mm -hmm. is probably my favorite part. Like, I do also find the licensing and stuff intriguing just for, like, the reasoning, but my favorite since I was younger has always been, like, reading, like, the side panels and, like, author's notes in manga and learning about, like, how it is made mm -hmm. um, from start to finish because I just think it's a really fascinating um, process in general and as are, like, the existence of print magazines and stuff, so... Yeah, yeah, definitely the same. <laughs> I mean, I was waiting for y'all to be like, oh, we're going to become a news outlet, okay? We're about to rival Anime News Network, but from the manga perspective and stuff. like. <laughs> I mean, we could do that, too. It's, uh, I mean, that's, that's also cool, but... Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm still just shocked whenever uh, Winter's like, people listen to us. I'm like, damn. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I just yeah. feel like, um, I mean, we could do that too. But one of the things is like, I kind of feel like I would like it for us to be more of like a uh, news one where it's kind of like the almost an old school journalism aspect so it's not just like i mean so yeah we do cover the news and stuff but we also interview people like you know yeah. actual journalists do and that kind of thing um it's something like that like i think it would be cool because i do feel like a lot of a lot of them there are a lot of newer podcasts that started that um the first thing they always they did was either they asked their followers or their fan you know their pre-existing fans or followers for topic ideas or they just consistently had guest stars on there and which is cool but like 
I feel like covering the being able to cover the news and doing that research um, allowed us. I know at least for me to at least hone the um, the writing questions for our guests and maybe doing a little bit of research into our guests before they come on and stuff like that. So yeah. I, I, I would still love to keep doing the news as well because a lot I guess because people listen to us so I guess they they do find it you know informative but I would also like for people to like you know for to be able to interview more yeah I think people like I also ascribe to that idea like I I mean if you're starting a podcast and you're already asking people what you should talk about you know oh it's not really a yeah it's no, not I'm a good not look. Off on that. I'm yes. telling you right now, if someone is on their, if so, I'm telling you right now, if a content creator is going on social media is asking, what would you guys like to see on my show? Why the fuck? Like, why would I even? Why are you doing it? Why yeah. are you? Doing yeah. Because I'm like, you're just, you're not even in it, then, dude. Like at that point, you're just doing it yeah yeah you're just doing it and it's not gonna last that long like because it's like you're doing it just because you feel of like your fans are telling you to do it right yeah yeah you think about it that's only a subset of people who's telling you what to do how is that going to convert to actual like views listens uh whatever metric you want to fucking do yeah it's gonna convert to fucking nothing so yeah, going on and asking this shit, just fucking do it, dude. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's like for me personally, I never really. I mean, the way we plan shit out, it never really gets to the point of let me go ask. Like, no, we just have a general idea of what we want to talk about. I feel like if I have to start asking people, like, um, it's near the end. It's yeah. like. Or we've covered so much shit that it's like we really are in a place where we can ask people, hey, what anime do you want us to to cover or whatever? Um, Which outside of that, it's like we have a Patreon. So if if I was going to ask people, I'm not going to ask regular people who might not even partake in my content, but see the tweet and want to start talking. It's like, okay, the people who literally care and are paying or whatever. But besides the point, yeah. I think another, what is another question I have? Ooh, what, I'm sure someone has asked you this, but it's like, what do you want your impact in the anti-manga community to be? Uh, Vampy, you go first. Yeah, I was going to ask if Vampy goes first. <laughs> you want my, you want to know what my impact for the anti-manga? No, like, I guess us, like, behind the manga. Like the, yeah. Yeah, I want people to listen so they stop saying dumb shit. Yeah, she stole mine. Valid. She stole it. That that's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> like and just like continuing to spread like rumors and shit that's not true. Like we did the whole episode. I think we did two different ones kind of talking about um the Rosa Versailles and Udon, like that mm. situation. Yeah. Um yeah. and some people still say misinformation and just wrong shit and I'm like, listen to this, please listen to <laughs> Yeah. Like, I, this yeah, is, I remember this that. Is the yeah. Reasoning. yeah, it's like yeah. they didn't actually just sit on that shit. It was it was a lot. Now, like after you find fair, out the like it like it makes sense why because so T L D R they had issues trying to get the 
a good quality version of the Raws because the ones Shueisha had were just straight ass. So what they did was, um, and because there was no digital version of it because the original publisher was entirely against digital. So what they did was they went out of their way to buy different versions of the book of you know of the manga from all over the world and basically cobble together the version that you're seeing right now in books and like in print mm-hmm. and some of the stuff like the uh, like the color pages and everything they actually didn't get approval to put that in there they snuck it in mm. so it's not because they sat on it it's because there is so much stuff or there's so much nuance to it but at the same time, though, Udon needs to really, like, up their social media game a lot because leaving people in the dark when it comes to stuff like that is a big no-no. I, but I will at least say that's not... I wouldn't fully blame Udon for that. That's all the publishers. That's Viz. That's Kodansha. That's Chojo Beat. That's Yenpress. That's, that's right. all of them. Yeah, that, that's all of them. They all do that because there's a whole secrecy kind of thing. Because a lot, of, I feel like a lot of them just feel like they're just like, why does it matter? Because either you're going to buy it when it comes out or not. I think that's the sentiment all of the publishers have. Where it's like, why should we be this transparent? Either you're going to buy it or not. That kind of thing. Yep. Now I don't agree with that. Keep in mind, but yeah. I wouldn't yeah. pull. I wouldn't fully put that on udon i feel like that's a bl- that's an entire north american anime manga oh, sorry that's the entire north american english manga right publishing industry yeah i was just saying that like in that specific case with um, yeah i do agree with uh rosa versailles right that was something that should have been said same thing with summertime rendering where again there was no issue there's no update no nothing until you and I just so happened to stumble upon a Discord server for Summertime Rendering because of another issue with the whole um, censorship thing. Mm-hmm. And then it, it just so happened that the seat, like, what is it, the head and the founder, founder yeah. Of, yeah, of Udon was in that server, and we're like, oh, shit, hello. And <laughs> then we had a conversation about it, and, you know, in the, in the end, we got the information that was needed and he gave us permission to run the story and there we go yeah but again that information should have been said to everyone but it wasn't so like what the fuck yeah i think um what is another thing that i here well with the state of shoujo say manga in western media besides having vampy on the podcast how is behind the manga championing the need for more shoujo say over here more licensing and stuff and how would you like to approach that moving forward So I feel like um, we, by us covering all the news instead of like, you know, being very selective, I mean, granted, we will be selective to a degree, right? But when it comes to like, 
stuff such as, oh, this title got a reprint, or oh, this one's getting an anime adaptation, or oh, this is getting, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. At least we're saying something which puts it on people's radars versus saying nothing at all, right? Right. Now, definitely, there's some things we can control and can't control. Mm-hmm. Whether it's like, you know, uh, if an anime production committee decides that this an- that this title or whatever receives an anime adaptation or a live action adaptation i mean we can try to like i don't know maybe talk about it more or get more in depth with it but again that's not really i mean i'm pretty sure this is true for all demographics no matter what but we are not the target audience for that it's yeah. really mm-hmm. what japanese readers and what japanese companies feel like is the best move yeah right? as we already know sure yeah japan may be great in some places but they're still behind in others so i mean unless this podcast can somehow influence people in japan which i guess if that's true then that's great but i mean really the big thing what we could do here in the u.s though is just read more manga really and being okay with stepping out of your comfort zone and at least giving something a try at least right Mm -hmm. because if you're not because i mean you can't really talk shit about something unless you've experienced it or at least have some knowledge of it right i mean that's my personal belief i'm pretty sure everyone has that same sentiment here right but um because you never know like you, you never know if reading that one title with a really cool cover you know, was really super cool and awesome, and then lo and behold, you find, like there's been multiple times where I read a book, and I'm like, oh shit, this is the Jose. Oh shit, this is a shojo. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> no, like there's been times where I'm like, wait, huh? That's a shojo. That's a that's a Jose. The fuck. But again, the big thing is you have to you have to read more. And you have to talk about it. I think we mentioned this in, like, one of the... I think, Winter, you mentioned it in your thread, right? But if you want to see these ty- these publishers, you know, print more Jose and Shoujo titles in English, right? Then you, yourself, as the fucking reader, need to fucking, you know, step up to the plate and show your support. I mean, we'll do our part and talk about the news and talk about if something gets an English print or not. We'll do that. But you motherfuckers need to step up and fucking buy the damn thing. Yep. I'm saying you need to buy every shoujo or jose. But if there's a series you really, really like, then you need to step the fuck up and support it. Because uh, cause if you don't, it's like a... like. Yeah, I don't know what the good analogy is. Oh no, it's exactly no. It's it's like you're demanding something from publishers, but then you're you're demanding something, but they can't exactly, I guess, give it to you. It's like you're trying to get. It's like you're trying to make them read your mind, but you're not telling them or verbalizing what you want. Now, some people are like will verbalize. Like I know you do, Chica. I know Vampy does. I know Colleen does. There's plenty of other people that do, right? And that's great. But it has to take a collective effort from everyone to do that. You have yeah. to be talking about it on social media. You have to be um, posting your reviews, your first impressions, and everything. 
that's what's going to get publishers to go, well, wait a minute. If people are talking about Shoujo and Jose a lot, maybe we should start looking into doing more often. That's why you see Kadansha, even though people shit on K-Manga, there's probably a reason why they're all of a sudden bringing over all these Shoujo and Jose titles to the K-Manga app. They're not dumb. They're doing it for a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, now, are all the other publishers, you know, slacking? Oh, yeah, 100%. But, again, mm -hmm. the minute they find out something's working for one publisher, they're going to do it for all the other ones. Just mm -hmm. like they did with the Manga Darling uh, strategy, where it's like, oh, we have this one manga that did really well. Let's see who else this mangaka published, and let's try to license that stuff. Biz Media does it all the time with Katsuki Fujimoto and the manga for Spy Family and um, the, the manga Takahashi and, yep. yeah. and guess what fucking Yen Press did the same exact thing for uh, Reggie's uh, what's it called again oh the children of the Shinji family yes that one they, they did it from right there and then I think who else I think Seven Seas did the same thing too with, oh, uh, yeah, with Yabuki. Yeah, with Yabuki, yep. Yeah. It's the same thing. Now, Viz is trying to get more horror stuff, and I bet you anything. Actually, I, now that I think about it out loud, Kadansha was really on top of bringing over more horror stuff for a little bit. Well, and, and it stopped, because everyone, even Dark Horse was doing it too, but everyone was saying, like, oh, because this is something that uh, Zach Davison, he's a translator for <laughs> Cat Plus Gamer, had said, is that they tried to push horror dark horse tried to push horror manga and people were just like oh i only read junji ito and it was just like it, they would just say that and so they would just you know only consume junji ito so i guarantee you the other publishers who try to do horror also experience the same thing and they're just like okay, okay. so they they stop because you know junji ito has a domination of horror you know with horror manga in north america mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah. But now, again, which, again, the mong Anna manga is not fucking dead. I don't know, like, who, you know, I, I probably know which group of people started that, but Anna manga is not fucking dead. Uh, and so there's so many people getting into this, into the medium, right? Mm -hmm. There's way more horror than just Junji Ito, and fucking Kadansha knew that, and now we have Viz Media branching out from just doing only Junji Ito. To getting stuff like Dark Gathering and um, Dracula or Midnight, yeah, Dracula, Midnight Children. So TLDR, because I know I was on a bit of a time, like on a rant, but we'll <laughs> do what we can to, you know, continue to bring the news to everyone, right? On an international level. But for bringing stuff over into the English side of things, you motherfuckers just need to show up and show support. Because mm -hmm. if you don't, they're not going to do it. Plain and simple. Yep. Okay, well, I guess that's for y'all, whoever y'all motherfuckers are. Um, y'all. Uh, um, here's, yeah, yeah I, I mean, he said it. I mean, yeah. he took everything I was going to say because I was just going to be... I was just going to be blatant about it. It's like, I mean... Well, we, yeah, we I mean, you news. have been blatant. Yeah. You have been blatant. I have. On, because, online. Well, yeah, because it's... It's like, yeah, there are a lot of series, Shoujo and Jose series that are 
that are unlicensed that are you know not here but could be but a lot of people i've seen online say you know license you know license this thing license this thing and then when you go back and ask them for it when it's out there in the shelves many of them are just like i i don't know about that or i'm just going to wait until it's done and it's like well if all of you do that then it's not going to really sell well which tells the publishers these these things aren't selling so we're going to do less than that Right. Yeah. But I feel like when it comes to Shoujo or, and Jose works, I think that they need a new marketing model. They do. I think that... But you know, you're right. Yeah. They, you're, you're right. I think if they created a marketing model, they can't just rely on the same old shit, doing the same old things, talking about it the same old way or whatever. You need. They need to talk to the women, the women or femme-presenting people now who are into these things and just aren't as aware, right? Like, there are the people that are anime-onlys. There are the people Mm -hmm. that are just like, oh, they're into certain things, but they didn't realize that anime even had shit for girls and stuff. And so I feel like if they created a different marketing strategy, a different way of approaching it, then more people would be buying. So it's like, I would say it's a little less about... Uh, not to say that there aren't people that need to buy the shit, but it's like, it, it's a little less about the motherfuckers for me and more about, okay, bring over the shoujo, bring over the jose, and this is how you're going to sell it to women or whatever, right? Like, the fact that we have, um, who's doing, Sailor Moon is Kodansha, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. why haven't hasn't there been, like, a joint... Oh, ColourPop and Kodansha. Because ColourPop is putting out the Sailor Moon collection, right? Mm-hmm. Why hasn't that been a a thing of, oh, you can get the makeup and you can get this this number of volumes or whatever? Like, why hasn't haven't they moved into merch in that, oh, okay, not just having the fucking characters. Like, there are certain characters that wear shirts in shoujo, and it's like, they could literally make that shirt and just be like, you can get the shirt, you can yeah. get the, so the manga, whatever. So that's my they second... They do that in Japan. Yeah. Merch like that sells shit. But see, that's my second criticism about it, is that, is what you just said. It's like, the first... So my first criticism, it for me, it is the people who are not buying this but they're vocal online about wanting these things and that that's just going to be for me but the second thing is what you said which is you need to market it's not even just marketing that needs to be fixed you also need to get out of the of this is how shoujo is this is how jose is and when i say that i mean this shoujo's are high school romance you know, Jose's yeah. are mostly office romances, like that. Because I, well, I understand why you have that mindset for Jose, because what Akoi did, you know, like incredibly well here. Those are not, you know, the genres that are in that demographic. There's more to both of them. And you don't want to take a risk, maybe because you don't even just, you just don't know that there are different types of, you know, shoujo's right. out there, or different types of jose's out there. They're, they also need to carry shoujo manga, um, shoujo yeah, in Walmart and Target. Yeah, yeah. I've 
I go to because that's where the women are. Yeah, yeah, it's and just, also kids. yeah, yeah, but and kids, yeah. yeah. But I do think that I mean, but I also have the same criticism, not just for Shoujo and Jose for on the publisher side, but also Shonen and Seinen because it's always the same action, adventure, fantasy, and there's a lot more. But I do agree as a big criticism for, uh, as a criticism for Shoujo and Jose, like what could be improved. It's that mindset from the publisher's side. You need to yeah. you need to inject new blood in the higher ups, in my opinion. You really do, because it's what you have now needs to be changed. But for me, yeah. number one is the people going out. People need to go out and represent and buy those title you know those titles that they push for right like alert i mean i'm i agree with it it's just that i'm saying that the i feel like the publisher in that it's like they could do more the way that i see it it's more of a like 60 40 and that 60 is the publisher 40 is the people or whatever because if you're able to market it in the right way the women not just women them presenting anybody who's interested in children or whatever they will buy it the way that Viz fumbled Requiem of the Rose King when people literally lost their fucking minds about Game of Thrones is crazy why wasn't why didn't they think you know what let me get one of the actors, right? The actors from Game of Thrones, because it's the same fucking subject matter and talking about the War of Roses, you know, because it's not like I expect them to get George R.R. R. Martin at all. But it's like, you could get people, you could build the lore, you could have worked off of that. And it's the shoujo. It's so different. And they fumbled that shit. And I mean, the shitty anime didn't fucking help. But still, yeah. like, there are so many ways of getting to the money of getting to your target audience and just going about it the same way you've done for the last 20 years isn't going to fucking work or then if you had if it worked maybe people wouldn't be asking for reprints so maybe they would have gotten say, it at least for like example of the record of the rose king viz came out with volume one in 2015 while it was at the height of game of thrones it was still it was at the very that's at the I think the manga crash or the manga slump or whatever that we had had just ended. So it still manga still wasn't at the point it was now. And I think if they got like a game of someone from Game of Thrones, you know, to per your suggestion, you they would be putting a lot of money into the promotion of, for example, the Rec Room of the Rose King. And I think with manga publishing at that point that would just be way too that that would basically probably really mess them up in that way so i mean and this is for not just for that title but i think for all of their titles no matter what the demographic is that would have really that would be i don't know if they would really put that kind of any manga publisher would put that kind of money into it now, or back then but see now that's actually a good idea maybe not for record of the rose king but there are other shoujo and jose titles that a publisher could do that something like that where it's right know. right but, yeah. like i'm just trying to find like whenever when did the last season come out uh it wasn't like 2018 or 2019 26 oh wait wait what no that's just somebody's review oh shit Whenever it, I'm just saying, like even it doesn't even have to be at the start. That's what I'm what I'm sort of getting at. Even if yeah. they couldn't do it at the start because of the 
manga slump. Mm-hmm. Towards the end, everybody was feverish for the shit. Everyone was pissed by the way that it ended. And it's just like, you want an alternative? You want something that we can guarantee you is going to be finished? Get into Requiem of the Rose King. Like, d- like there's just so many different avenues. Mm-hmm. There are people celebrities now they have little sound bites of like oh yeah i'm into this anime and da 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 you have sports anim like sports manga and stuff okay what like why don't you link up with um what basketball players or whatever i know um zion williamson's into anime and into manga and people were just talking about slam dunk Okay, like there you go. Like yeah. here's your here's your yeah like, like right promo there. that works into it. Like that's right there. Or getting into fashion, um, Nana. I mean, of course, Vivian Westwood is dead. So, but you know, a lot of Nana like imagery has Vivian Westwood stuff. So why don't you have like the creator of it um, do an interview when they like release some capsule thing of Nana specific jewelry or whatever mm-hmm. um, and the impact of it. There's just so many different avenues that they're not taking in. But yeah, in any case, I feel like I was, we were going in on that for a little while. The last question that um, I have is just lighthearted. Um, so uh, do all of you except biting and the behind the Mangalore now. Like it's part of you. Was... <laughs> yeah. I'm I mean I I've I've growled once apparently, so Oh yeah, she did. <laughs> Without realizing it I did that. And even if we were to say no, there's gonna be a surprise in the mailbox from you yeah i mean i don't know about mailing things that's just makes it easier for the government to track you but yes i think biting should just be in the lord in the lore so behind the manga bites people (laughs) so don't bite them because they bite back Uh, did you have anything else for us? No, not no, not really. Thank you for having me on. Um, I feel like this is possibly the longest <laughs> interview. <laughs> uh, no, we've had no, we've had one that. Uh, well, I know we've had one that's no, sorry, there was a special episode that was long, but we split it. I'm probably gonna split this one as well. Yeah, there's so much chica to go around in this but thank you for having me <laughs> yeah no problem absolutely well with that i guess it's safe for us to start wrapping it up so um chica is there any final things you'd like to say yeah so you guys can follow me on twitter blue sky blue sky well yeah um you can do threads but i'm not really into that so i would go more for blue sky you can follow me on instagram because i have never been ugly my whole life so you can follow me over there um i have a tiktok but it's kind of like meh 
I have cool reposts though, so yeah. Um, and I guess, um, I guess, uh, follow like my biggest endeavor. Follow Shojo Sunday on every podcast plat. Well, not every, whatever po- podcast platform that you prefer. Um, and rate us five stars because it helps us out like so much. We want more people to get into shojo. And if they need to sort of have someone hold their hands while using ice cream puns, like we're the place to go and do that. So, yeah, go and follow us and tell people about us. Um, and also don't copy us because I fucking hate it when you copy me. I swear to God, like I wish nothing but the worst for you if you copy me or whatever. And if you do plan on copying me, if you credit me, then I won't be mad. So, yeah. Um, that's all I got. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, I do have one more question for you. Would, oh, okay. Based, okay. So based on your experience with this interview, would you be up for coming back later down the road to do a second interview? No. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I would come back. Um, yeah, I would come back. Although, although it's like, I don't think it would be as in-depth because this is like the first one. So... Um, I mean, it would be in depth, but I don't think it would be as long. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But yeah, I I would come back. I thought we were going to have like, you know, like a little bit of questions and then it's like a regular episode. And so I could just be like, this is what I think about this news and that news and blah, like whatever. So I would at least come back to for that. So, yeah, if you want want the episode to be like that, we can do that. too. Yeah. Yeah. Winter, what are your final thoughts? Oh, anything to plug? Um, my final thought. I mean, I guess it was a no. It was a good interview. And everything. I think we got to a lot of like good discussions on things, and even if we agreed or disagreed on different things. I thought it was a really healthy debate, which you can do in this community. <gasps> I know yeah. Talking, but yeah. Uh, and I guess for anything to plug is, uh, you know, my Twitter account, which is, uh, at wintervenom91. Um, also I'm on Blue Sky under the same name. And also, yeah, um, make sure to follow Behind the Manga podcast on, um, you know, on Twitter, you know, at Behind the Manga. Um, and I kind of also agree with what Chica just said. If you're going, don't try to... Copy or steal without giving credit. Yeah. Especially if you're a yeah. new site. <clears throat> right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, also something I want to add is that I I am the only one that calls Venom Venom. Like, if you can call him that, but it's, like, offensive to me, so, like, don't. <laughs> and then Alerts is my cousin. He's not your cousin. So just don't think that you could decide he's your cousin unless, like... The twenty three and me proves that you're actually his cousin. <laughs> then no, you can't call him cousin. That's just me. And then Vampy, I give Vampy different names. But does that mean you can call her different names? No. So I'm the only one that can call her Vampirella or Vampness or any of those other things. So don't try it. Vamp princess. Vamp princess. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Vampy. I didn't mean to cut in on you like that. No, no, that's okay. I think the only other nickname that I randomly get called ironically is when Charles says Vampy Chon. 
It's like, here you go, Vampy Shot. I'm like, Vampy Shot? Vampy is Wait, what, me next for what? Yeah, to plug uh, your accounts and your thoughts. Your and oh, thank you. Okay, thank yeah. you. I got distracted by the nickname. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you can follow me at Vongadusk is my my main manga account, and then I also run Shoujo Say World, or do I? Maybe that's alerts. Um, that's right. You're right. I mean, given how <laughs> so that alerts has a finished Basara, um, I don't know. He can't get he can't get clout from it anymore, so he dumped it. <laughs> oh my! <God. laughs> Wait, did you dump it for real? No, no, I just said that. Okay. Why okay. Are you listening to <laughs> <laughs> the number one D one instigator. You're listening to I think I lost that. T- I gave. I think you have that title now because of all what happened. What yeah. <laughs> you know. It. You're the D1 instigator, though. Yeah. <laughs> they be fighting for real, guys. Like, if y'all are listening, then like they just they yeah. be fighting. You just kind of walk into it and then see how things go. But that's why I'm always like shocked when. When he's like, yeah, people listen to us. I'm like, they listen to us? We're like busting each other's balls for 30 minutes every episode. I mean, three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, here's a alert like... post in his arm because he dropped Basara. <laughs> no. Dang. You're like, if you're, you're my cousin, if you drop Basara, like. <laughs> I don't know. I think only one of us need to last on this earth if you drop Basara. You know what? I will keep that in mind. I will 100% <laughs> keep it in, in mind. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. What? Uh, any final things you'd like to say? Who? Uh, wait. Yo, you. I... I'm a fucking idiot. Oh my god. Okay. You asking yourself. I don't know. What would you like to say on the electric chair? Fucking, like, cancel cancel me, please. Fucking take my Twitter away from me. Fucking just, I'm going to delete my accounts every, fuck this shit, dude. Anyway. Um, you can follow me, if I'm still here, on at Mongo Alerts on pretty much all social media platforms. So Twitter, Threads, Instagram, Blue Sky, uh, TikTok, not really on there. Tumblr, not really on there. Uh, the Oh, and if you... Actually, probably the time this episode comes out, the Crunchyroll stuff's are going to be uh, switched over, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. So, definitely keep an eye out for my coverage on that, because I'm definitely going to go in-depth and see what more information I can find out about that and see how things work out. But other than that... um. Thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule. Again, Chica, once again, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to hang out with us for a few hours. And um, again, go follow Shoujo Sunday if you haven't already. They're pretty great. And sub to the Patreon if you haven't. You guys are pretty cool. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Other than that, 
Thank you guys so much for watching, and we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.